Rejoice, dear listener, for your endless march through the internet has finally produced something to add meaning to your empty, meandering existence. Your friends at Idiots Discuss the Universe are digging up musical gems of the past and deciding if they have any shine left or not. Welcome to Old Gold. Checking the mic, check yo, the mic. Yo, 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 check, 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 check. All hey, right. boo-boo. Let's get, let's, get, let's get some eyes on Big Spenny now Ooh, here. Where is he? Where is he at here? Right here. Let's get those. Get those Spotify direct, uh, directions off. I think I might have had a little, little, a little brain a little, fizzle. A, a, a little, little TIA? A little frizzle. Oh, I don't <laughs> know what it was. Did you go TIA? I think I'm, I might have had a little something <laughs> when I was sleeping. <laughs> I'm not sure. Damn. I've been, I've been swapping the first words of, the first consonants of words a little bit. Huh. And just kind of getting a little, a little. I had a, had a headache, and I never get headaches, but I had a headache on, like, Sunday morning all day, real bad. Was Saturday too, and that's weird. But I mean, I'm fine. I mean, like you know, no yeah. residual stuff. So you like, seem chipper. But some 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 kind of just some kind of fuzzy stuff. But I'm on a lot of drugs. Too. Yeah, how's that going? I mean, if you want to talk about it, good. Yeah, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of going going good. better. Yeah, it's um, uh, I've lost a bunch of weight. All right. I'm still wearing. I'm still wearing like the pressure mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying. So it's not back to where it was, but like energy levels are way better. Awesome. You know, and walking way better. Um, yeah. So I'm just kind of dealing with the medicine mostly now. I mean, like it's. I'm almost like. Uh, um, no, I'm not. I'm not. But like, it's better than cool. it was. Cool. You know what I'm saying. So if it keeps going the way that I, I've still got two more weeks at least of the cyclosporine. And then the other ones should be kicking in in the next month or two as well. So we'll just see how much more I can recapture. But I know I've recaptured some. I'm back to at least where I was before it dropped the second time. Recaptured as in like some of the protein or what? Well, uh, kidney oh, function. Oh, I see. I see. Um, I see. Yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of at like 40, 35, 40% mm-hmm. kidney function going into this. And then I dropped down to about 12 and then I dropped down to about three or 4%. Damn. And I, th- and, and I think I'm back up to 12 or maybe, maybe higher than that. I don't know how much the drugs, it's hard to say what my kidneys are doing and what the drugs are really facilitating. 12. More, Isn't that know? when they put you on dialysis, like 15 or some shit? Yeah, I already had all the drugs in my system, though, so they can't really replace all of my fluids with uh, the drugs that are trying to treat everything. Right. So they would have normally done that if they would have just out of the blue caught me at that point. I see. But I was already started the treatment at that point, one of the treatments. Yeah. And so they just doubled the treatments is what I'm doing now. I'm doing the, the hardcore one. Up, oh, you cut out there. And then the more, uh, I'm yeah, back. There, there it go. is. Um, I, I, I did the, 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 I did the milder one cause I scheduled that when I was feeling good and I had started that and it went downhill like fucking crash landing. And then they're like, shit, you got to do the bad one and the mild one all at once. And that's what Damn. I'm doing now. Boom. They got you on the double dose, huh? And open in a weed store. Wow. Crazy! <laughs> is, God is throwing you the the true battles. That's, right. That's the one. God dang. Well, I'm I'm really happy that you're feeling better. At least 
Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've that was got pretty uh, touch and go there. Just, dude, it was it was um, as bad as I felt for ten years, maybe. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm still like I got to be like I still got to stay on the the straight and narrow because like this is the danger zone. Like when I had the stroke last time, I was like, yeah, I'm coming back, baby. Uh, and then I was then that was all bullshit because you just got to keep. You know what I'm saying? Like, eat the shit when you need to eat after your pills and do all the right. stuff the right yep. way. That's it. You got to be a good kid. You got to be a good well, kid. Well, speaking of good kids, that's Spenny over there. And I am Craig, and um, we're um, back together again over the interwebs. The interwebs. Doing, doing that big IDTU podcast thing. Yep, that's right. And it's a it's an old gold, I guess. An old gold, yeah. baby. Even e- even though we didn't really approach it like uh, an old gold, I guess it is an it old is. gold. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, but um, I don't know really how I got on this kick. I know how it was. I was watching an interview with Bill Burr. Okay. And Bill Burr and Bill Burr's like Nirvana's bullshit. This is the album that changed everything. Hmm. And I was like, what do you know, Bill Burr? And then as I listen to him talk, I'm like, I absolutely agree <laughs> with everything Bill Burr yeah. says here. Not that I think that Nirvana is bullshit. I was not as negative about Nirvana, right. even though he's not negative about it. He likes Nirvana, too. Sure. But, like, I, I get it because, like, I'm at that kind of that same age. And, like, as far as I'm concerned, yes, this is um, a more impactful album, at least in the terms of my musical development. No, I think in general. I think it is probably a more impactful album than Nirvana musically, perhaps. Okay. Um, and this, and we're talking about Jane's Addiction, Ritual, Day Low, Habitual. And we're comparing this to Nevermind? Like, theoretically? Yeah, n- Nevermind, theoretically. As as That's just one of, one of the strands, yes. As far as establishing, like, that alternative rock thing... On the national level, okay, or yeah, yeah, not as far as sheer numbers being right, sold. Not commercially, I'm I'm like, yeah, uh, commercially to some degree, you know, but um, it's called cultural impact and not really about units moved. Okay, because because once all the monkeys jumped on the Nirvana, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like that's a lot of excess. They turned into like um, boys to men right. you know in a sense that everybody owned that album it yeah. was on like the columbia you know it was selling a lot of albums that nobody listened right. to it. you sure. know what i'm saying they had it because they it was supposed to be in their right people collection. who didn't listen to music owned the album exactly yeah. because people would come over and be like oh i can play this and it would make them right. happy exactly yeah that that was the thing that happened gotcha so but as far as like people in music people interested in music people like me and you spenny mm-hmm. I would say at the time, ritual habitual, ritual Taylor habitual. <laughs> it's hard to is say. Is like the album that kind of put alternative rock and grunge at the f- at the f- the forefront. Did it and come like out the, the same doorstep. year? No, no, it did not. Came out came out two, three years before. Okay, in nineteen. In, in, in 19 uh, no, one year before, 1990. Gotcha. Let me see if this all right. So let's let's talk about Jane's addiction. I don't know how much you know. How how familiar are you? And like, what have you listened to by these guys? And what do you think? What's your what's your impressions going in? You know, so um, 
I I've heard probably the the biggest songs, you know. Um, right. Okay. And not much more. Uh, I think my aunt really loves Jane's Addiction. Um, okay. And so she's definitely shown me some, and I've always been like, oh, they're they're cool and stuff. Uh, I guess like the vocalist had always struck me as like this strange in between of, um of sort of like butt rock like nah, yeah right. like the whole like yeah uh-huh. clown thing and then there was a lot of times where he's like i'm like he's not really like singing so much as he's like shrieking you with like reverb kind of at least from what i've heard you know and um that that didn't strike young spenny uh in the in the core necessarily and so sure, I, I sure. kind of never listened to them. Like I, I, I know about Dave Navarro. I know he's like a good guitar player, but he made the worst Red Hot Chili Peppers album. So then I just didn't want to listen to his band. Ooh, I don't. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't know if I would go so far to say that that there's there's some bad ones. I mean, yeah, okay, probably like the newer stuff is worse, but I mean, like back then, it's like he tried to. That was a just that was a that was a heart. That was a pretty bad one because I mean they were on the John Fusciante role, you know. Yeah. The, no, it was not. It was not what you wanted to pick up. That <laughs> I remember buying that and taking that home, and I'm like, there there were a couple songs on there, yeah, you know aeroplane, saying, like that I. Aeroplane <laughs> is pretty good. No, they had the one. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away. Now, wasn't that I on that one? I don't think so. I think that is on that one. I don't one. think so, yeah. Craig. Yeah, and my <laughs> friends is on, and, and I think my friends is on that one too, yeah. which is also a pretty good okay, song. Okay, yeah, that one I think, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, give it away, give it away. I think it is. Are, are we maybe not? I don't know. Anyway, um, so the, he does kind of have like a cocaine clown. That's on blood sugar thing. sex magic, just so we can get it all. Uh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad to settle that. I won't be <laughs> worried. But um, yeah, he's got the cocaine clown thing going on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then and then also, um, what's his face? The guitar guy, um, Dave Navarro. He always had this overhyped thing to me. Like, oh, Dave mm-hmm, Navarro, mm-hmm. dude, Dave Navarro. And I'm like, I see him on like this tattoo show and he's got too much makeup on. And then he's on the shitty Red Hot Chili Peppers album. And so I'm just like, is it just because yeah. he has abs? There's, there's, well, partially. Yeah. Partially. It's, it's a weird thing, you know. Um, Perry Farrell grew up, like, really rich. Mm. And, then he, and then he alienated himself from that. And he lived, like, in his car for many years. Gotcha. And um, was kind of a schmoozer. I don't know. I don't know. He's a, he's a weird guy, but he's kind of got, like, this super business acumen mm. in the way that he's kind of like a David Lee Roth that's got a heroin addiction rather than a cocaine addiction is kind of how I okay. saw Okay, sure. Um, but he does have that weird vocal thing. You know, it's kind of like a street party type of thing that he's trying to do with his vocal affections and all that sort of stuff. And it's weird because he's considerably older than everybody else in the band. Oh, really? Um, like Dave Navarro and Stephen Perkins, the drummer, were both in high school when senior years of high school when they started in the band. Oh, wow. I think. And um, then Eric Avery, who I think is like really like the, the core of the band, he's the bass player. He's the one that really, if you listen, like he's the structure and 
tone and just really like super the super important person that kind of remains sober okay um th- through a lot of through a lot of the albums um and had some problems because of that <laughs> but anyway like he's he's really kind of a core person and he's kind of like the center the center guy and he kind of helped Harry Farrell learn how to if he ever did learn how to write songs gotcha okay because Jane's Addiction wrote all the songs for all three of their albums in a, like a six month period when they first met before they really became big did you say all the songs for all their albums all the songs for all the albums. They had written everything that they released in that first six months. Whoa. And they just picked it out and they did like one live album to start out with, Jane's Addiction. And that was like the first sampling of songs. And then their first studio songs repeated a couple of those songs from that live album again in studio. And that added more. And then they saved their very best songs supposedly for their final album which turned out to be by far their most successful album so i guess that math worked Mm. out but really interesting way of going about it you know what i'm saying and they like we knew we had our stairway to heaven you know we saved that for the third album when we would have more money to make it into the thing that we wanted to i see you know and Uh, so was that ritual de lo habitual yeah that's the one that we're going to listen to gotcha for sure but this wasn't Um, their final album was it for all intents and purposes, I mean, they t- added Flea, and then they, they made Flea? some out. Flea plays on a couple of Jane's Addiction huh. albums. Eric Avery, Eric Avery quit, and he might be on some of these more recent ones that nobody cares about. But for all intents and purposes, as far as like a band being like what it's supposed to be, like I can't tell you like the hype that came up because there were two bands in '87, right? Mm. There was Guns and Roses. Mm-hmm. And then there was the other L.A. band. Oh, I see. And that was and that was Jane's Addiction. And like you couldn't find Jane's Addiction fucking albums anywhere. Interesting. I mean, it was like a copy of a copy of a copy on some fucking cassette that you got of Jane's Addiction's first first um, live album. And then Guns N' Roses was everywhere, you know. But like the music magazines were talking about Jane's Addiction a lot because all the critics were like, "This is the thing," because. L.A. music was dying in 87. Gotcha. That was, that, that was when the Sunset Boulevard became pay-to-play, almost exclusively up and down. You know? mm. So bands had to come and pay the whiskey a go-go to come play a show, oh, right? Yeah. You know, rather than like how it used to be in the 60s where they would pay the doors to come play the whiskey a go-go because, of course, you're playing the doors to come play your club, right? Yeah. But it switched around to being like, oh, it's going to be a bunch of rich kids that can afford to do this sort of thing. And Jane's Addiction's like, fuck you. And they found this club that was kind of like on the outskirts of the city. And they just started throwing like huge shows. And I think it was like a ice skating rink or something like that. And they just started throwing all their shows there. Mm. And it became like the thing to do. Gotcha. You know. And pissed off like Guns N' Roses because like, you know, Jane's Addiction's like, well, there's a lot of bands that sound like Guns N' Roses out there. And there's not any bands that sound like us. Gotcha. Okay. And it's really true. Yeah. You know, they, uh, they are, uh, they have remained and they were a unique sounding combination of That's shit. That's very true, yeah. Um, so let's start it out. Um, we'll listen to the first five songs. Okay. These are These are just a bunch of rockers. 
right? And they're not necessarily related, even though I do think the album is thematically tied together. Absolutely. Um, but this will have like most of the singles, just the things to keep mm. out, keep keep it on. This album had two number one singles. Okay, wow. Which, which is hard to believe. The first song that we're going to listen to, Stop, is going to be one okay. of them. Been Caught Stealing was the big one. It was number one for four weeks. Damn. Hell yeah. Um, and then Three Days, which we'll listen to in the second session, they, that didn't chart at all, which I don't know why they released that. As a, that's a crazy one. You'll see it's why. It's like 10 minutes long. Yeah. It's like 12. I think it's longer. It's I don't even know how you no, – no radio station is to even know where to, like, cut that. There's nowhere <laughs> to cut it. Cool. You know, like, there's yeah. no, like, oh, there's this, this is the core. Awesome. There's none of that. And then they released Classic Girl, which got to number 15. Okay. But, um, yeah. Uh, Stop is interesting because it became number one, slipped out of number one, and then went back to number one, which is a really rare thing that ever happens in, the, like, the USA yeah. charts. Okay. Very yeah. interesting. So I, I don't really know the story behind that, but I bet you there is yeah. one. So, well, without further ado, Spenny, um, you ready to um, fire up some? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Should we pause the recording? Um, yeah, let's, sure, that sounds good. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, fuck yeah, I'm stoked. You got me hyped. Señores high. y señoras, nosotros tenemos okay, más on. influencia on. con sus hijos que tú tienes. Pero los I'm queremos. Creado y regado de Los Angeles. Juana's Adicción. <laughs>
sir. So how'd, how'd you make it through there, Spenny? Oh, I made it through just fine. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd never really uh, listened to Jane's Addiction that closely. And, um, yeah, it, it it is fucking sick. Like, uh, you were totally right about the bass player holding it down. Yeah. You know, he's definitely... Uh, I mean, that is like the bass player's job, but I think in this context, he's doing it like... Overtime. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's doing it overtime. Um, and the drummer's really sick, too. Like, the drummer's got a good thing going on. And um, very unique. The drummer's a very unique kind of... Sounds like Animal or something from the Muppets. Yeah. He's going crazy. He's just going, yeah. he's just going crazy, but it's working, you know. Totally. And, uh, and both Dave Navarro and... and Perry Farrell are like kind of competing for like spacey spaciness um and wackiness uh -huh, you know uh-huh and uh yeah it's it's really sick for sure like it's just a great combination of elements um Dave Navarro can shred now oh, I'm like oh for sure. yeah yeah I mean like I always knew he could but um yeah I just didn't know in and, what capacity and I'm like and, oh and shit his phrasing is um, strange a little bit, you know, in the way that it doesn't stand out like a lot of other like normal metal soloing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. He kind of like pl plays toward the b back of the measure. You know um, what I mean? I don't know if, that, if that's uh, like he kind of comes in slow and then he builds. Oh, yeah. In a weird way. You totally. Totally. And he's cool with being, like, noisy. He's really incorporated a lot of, like, the noise stuff. There's, like, a bunch of layers. That's a big thing I've noticed. Both him and Perry Farrell are, like, layering the shit out of their their yeah. parts, yeah. you know? And, like, yeah. there will be, like, the main chords that are going on. But there's, like, this tiny little, like, weird little lead wonky solo thing happening in the other ear. But it's, like, buried. And it all just sounds like this big sort of, like, cool wall of sound not, for not sure. that not that i would ever suggest such a thing but if you ever take acid and listen to jane's addiction oh. it is an amazing experience because all that little stuff just pops yeah. like crazy and cool wow and i've yeah listened to this album a bunch of times as far as that goes and it is like especially the next bit that we're going into but cool. yeah i I think that like there's some. It's been a while since I've listened to the first half of this album. I listen to the second half of this album a lot, but the first half of this album, just listening from the first five, there's a couple like the one right before "Been Caught Stealing," um, or they're just "Hey, hey." That's a, that's about three minutes too long, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. You know, it does get a little navel gazy and preachy at times, as far as the lyrics go. Now, to me, it sounds that way to me. But at the time, it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, I don't think totally. I don't think people should steal now. I, I listen to that. Right. And I'm an old man. I'm like, no, Perry Fair, don't steal. Yeah, don't. It's not. Come like on, it's not. Cool. It's not cool anymore. Yeah, there is something about like, you know, and this honestly gets at something deeper that I've been experiencing, which is just general musical burnout. You know, but I think it has to deal also with something where I'm just like changing as a human. Yeah. And so the things that were going, things that I enjoyed before, I don't enjoy as much anymore. And a lot of it boils down to like some of the rock and roll ethos 
like the youthful rock and roll ethos <laughs> of like of like yeah. fucking steal and do drugs and like there's no right or wrong man there's only right. pleasure and pain yeah that's a, that's a whole song on this that's yeah a whole song. no I, yeah. I was reading the lyrics um and like i'm just like oh like that's fucking that's just like the easy way out yeah like it's, your it's, whole thing is like the it's easy just way out. it's dumb shit yeah and and like perry farrell has no real excuse because i guess he was probably in his mid 30s at this time no probably is early yeah, he, he something. was 31 31 at this time and then yeah. they were all the rest of them were like 20 right so they're fine they're all dumbasses at 20 right. and they can talk about no pleasure and pain because they you know what i'm saying navarro's yeah. still living at his mom's house you know what but i'm if saying i was doing this like yeah there's no pleasure but it, but, it, but again buster you live you live in different times that, that, true. Than this. There's, and and, and this a is, part of me, I'm jealous. Like, that's the thing. There's a streak of envy that runs through me that they got to go through. Dave Navarro just gets to be like, you know, I'm just like, yeah, God uh-huh. damn it. Like, and it's sick. And I'm not trying to take anything away from it. I don't even know if I could have thought of it back then. Yeah. And it, you know? se- and it seems easier because it became successful. Right. There's a, there's a lot of Dave, Dave Navarro's out there that painted their lipstick up and they they went home right. they went home lonely, Spenny. Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they did. And they're still lonely, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're holding down the end of some bar at some coffee shop or some bar somewhere. And just no, re- just ready uh, yeah. to tell people their stories. I was almost <laughs> as big as Dave Navarro. <laughs> you remember Dave? You know David Navarro. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that would be something to say. Yep, and he was David Navarro before he turned trans. I knew him. <laughs> oh, is he trans now? He's trans. Okay. Just look at him. <laughs> Just look at him. That's that's gotta be it. that's one pretty lady. Fine. Fine. Yeah, uh, I, re- I realized that, that Perry Farrell was like 65 now. And I'm like, oh, well, he's like like what Frank Sinatra was when I was a kid. Like, this is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody's so old. But, um, yeah, he's 65. But, but think, about the, think about the musical landscape at this time, Spenny. So it's um, it's kind of like, what do we got going on? We got Guns N' Roses is about, right. about beginning and done. You know what I'm saying? Like, their, their heyday is. You know, Their heyday is over. Kind of coming to an end. Seattle hasn't really started up yet. Well, it's started, but it's like it's still underground. Yeah, it's still underground, but it's not making the waves. I guess Green Day is kind of like the thing. It's kind of Green the other Day. alternative band that was out at that time. Dookie came out, I think, in like 1990, uh, 89. Is it that early? I don't know. No, it was. It was in Green that. Green Day is like two thousand. But the, but the San thought. Francisco punk scene and the oh, Dookie was ninety four. Holy shit! I didn't realize oh, that. Okay, 94. but the San Francisco punk scene was kind of in the same vein as Seattle, as far as like what the radar was in Wyoming, which meant fucking nothing. But like both of those places seemed like they had different things going on, mm. and Seattle was the one that took off. Right. But yeah, no, I mean I had um the um the album before Nevermind at that time. 
in 89 or 88 you had maybe. what album bleach oh bleach yeah mm-hmm. yeah 89 is i think yeah when that i think came i out. had 80 that was eight that was right when i graduated the summer after i graduated i got that album in denver i think cool um and then what what else like it was just bullshit. I mean, it was all. I mean, the, there was, was like pop and stuff. Red like hot chili, red hot chili peppers was starting to come like a huge thing. Yeah, red hot chili peppers was big, um, and then there was like you know rap and stuff was getting bigger and bigger, like LL Cool J and stuff, right? Name three LL Cool J songs. Uh, fuck! I just listened to an album of his on record. Yeah, and I. Mama I, said, "Knock you out." That's one. Yeah. Going back um, to going back to Cali, that's two. Give me one more. Fuck. Just give me one more. LL Cool J. <laughs> um, uh, I think that album's called Bad, so he's probably got a song called Bad. <laughs> this is some weak guessing right here. This is some it's a weak fan. Oh yeah, Bad yeah. by LL Cool J. But it's I'm good. not saying I listen to LL Cool. I'm just saying what's but he's big good. back then. He's he's he's, he's pretty good. He is pretty good. Like, I was listening to it. I was like, oh, wow. He was, like, talking about how, you know, there was some stuff in there. Like, you listen to that, and you're like, wow. Like, they don't just talk about, like, indiscriminately, like, murder. Like, murder. No, No, he was the dice that all the ladies were in love with, LL Cool J. Yeah. Yeah. He he would, like, talk to you before he murdered you. Yeah. Well, he would, like. Beat on you. He like you. yeah, he'd like clean your clock. Right, you that, know? That's his preferred thing, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, clean your clock. Yeah. He was like the boxing rapper is always kind of. Yeah, like nineteen ninety, Mama said knock you out. That's yeah. fucking But that's one that I gave you already. No, I know, but like There's we're just probably, about what's... <laughs> probably a song named Bad. Um Uh yeah, no, there is actually. I'll have you know. Um You've you bigger and deafer. <laughs> Um, popular albums. Let's see. Let's no, look he, at discography. He, he, he had a bunch. I'm not downplaying LL Cool J, but like, wow, hit bad is not on here. Oh, where is that? Your made up song? Is it really one of his hits? I swear to God, it was on the. And he had a song about like this prostitute chick working at the, at the hotel. Huh. Interesting. I wonder what they actually yeah prostitute chick, the hotel. Huh. Yeah, no, he's well, a he's a multifaceted. He's a he's a good one. That's a good one to research. I tried to go back and I don't know, dude. I don't know. Listen to him. No, Tupac. I keep trying to oh. go back and like, and I just really want to like it more than I like <laughs> it. I don't yeah. know why. It's always been that way. Hmm. I feel like he's just kind of. No, Tupac. Like I've never. I've always liked Biggie more, to be honest. As like sacrilegious, I guess as that could be, but. I mean, no, I like Biggie more for sure, and I don't really like that that much. That seems just—I mm. don't know. I mean, sometimes, sometimes when it's when that's good, that's great, but when that's yeah. that's mediocre, it's really mediocre. But it's like without the um, without the drama, like without the like reality TV show style shit that was going on. It doesn't surrounding that music. It doesn't quite it have. Just, it doesn't hold up like the Dre and the Snoop Dogg stuff and like some mm-hmm. of the other people. Even the Warren G stuff. It doesn't. As far hold as up song like. for song, yeah. I mean, even Wu Tang. Like I would say Wu Tang and like oh, Dr. Yeah. Dre and his whole posse. Like they really had Wu Tang. 
Wu-Tang is pretty amazing, especially if you include the cream of like some of the surrounding projects that they did as yeah. well. I mean, that was... Which I would, because I yeah. would like, if you take the cream of all that stuff and the best of the Dr. Dre stuff, like you've got yeah. a but, pretty good... But 36, 36 Chambers is just one of the best albums. 36 like, Chambers, yeah, it's a masterpiece. Of all, of all time. I mean, it doesn't matter what genre. That's just, that's just fucking... That that's one that like again and again like amazes you like how fucking good it is. Yeah, absolutely. There are some lyrics I remember going back and listening to it not too long ago, and the, and like that song uh, "Method Man." Uh huh. Where you're like, man, this is cool, and it's like, you know, M E T H O D man, M E T H O D man, <laughs> and that's probably like you're like, okay, I'm go- I'm getting going, but then it's like, uh his lyrics i'm like oh shit uh they're not as crazy you know he's like uh oh whoops that's wu-tang song by what the fuck where'd my mouse go oh no where'd my mouse go did my mouse just die ladies and gentlemen my co-star god damn it your mouse died my is mouse it, just it, died. Yeah, is, is, I can't even get back to see you now. Is it a battery mouse? Uh, well, probably some Apple mouse that costs like ten thousand dollars now. Are you kidding me? No, it's a fucking battery. It's a fucking battery, Craig. <laughs> just sp- right. spin the bat, <laughs> spin the battery around in it, and come on, soldier on, brother. Spin it around. I, I don't know. Do you have more batteries? Uh, I think so. Let me check. One, one sec, oh. people. Good lord, ladies and gentlemen. Mission Control is is about to shut down here. I hear him rumbling. He's he's looking. Woo! Oh look, it's success. Guess who's a prepared adult now? Success, success, ladies and gentlemen. It's looking, it's looking promising. Oh, but now it's working again. So never mind. Ghosts, ladies and gentlemen. It was ghosts all along. It was ghosts. Arizona ghosts. Redheaded energy going through the machine all right. there you're all really you're all you're, you're all blurry now though for some reason i am yeah it doesn't matter to the folks Dude, at home yeah no something just wigged out with my computer or something because oh there you go uh, yeah okay well anyway yeah hey you <laughs> get off my cloud you don't know me and you don't know my style who be getting flam when they come to the jam here i am here i am the method man Patty cake, patty cake, hey, the method man. Don't eat Skippy, Jif, or Peter Pan. Peanut butter, cause I'm not butter. In fact, I snap back like a rubber. Band, I be Sam, Sam I am. And I don't eat green eggs and ham. Style will hit you, wham, then goddamn. You'll be like, oh shit, that's the jam. Turn it up. Now hear me get buck wild. I'm about to blow. Light me up. Upside, downside, inside and outside, hitting you from every angle. There's no doubt. I am the only one. The method man. It's just like a nursery rhyme. You know what I mean? Yeah, it absolutely is. And so it's like, A, it's a testament. Okay, now it's not working again. Um, It's a testament to how (laughs) you just need to have swagger and bravado to make like whatever the fuck you got going to sell it you know because yeah, yeah it's fucking because, sick because once you're method man you can rap about whatever you want you're, right. you're method man 
right. You, you've you got to, yeah, M-A-T-H-O-D, man. Man, right. I mean, yeah, that's, who exactly. you, that's who you are. So, like, yeah. fuck everybody else. You've already got it. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So you just got you just got to get to that point, which is like, I don't know. You just got to claim it. And then you can just wrap bullshit. But it just kind of, yeah. that's it. It also helps if you're, like, a huge, terrifying black person. Yeah, is he big? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, I remember them all being like I, considerably more terrifying than any of like the cast of crew from like the West Coast. That's true. At the time, you know, what I'm saying like these these people are like actually hanging out in places that look like it's dangerous, and like Snoop Dogg's hanging out by a, like a park in a pool. Yeah, true. You know what New I mean? New York is definitely a little more dangerous, right? Looking. Like, this is a definitely a place that people have been shot, if not right now, at some point, for sure. Yeah, Method Man is 6'3". Yeah. Oh, but Jizz 5'11". That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, that is. That's the perfect height. That's the, that's that is the perfect the height. Envial, the envial height. Em, em, enviable. Enviable. Yeah, I hope that the words aren't going on. Um, anyway. Yeah, so they all hated each other by the time they made this album. But um, oh, they did. Yeah, I, I guess they. I don't know why. Even when they were playing Lollapalooza, they didn't like each other, and they tried. To, they had fist fights on stage and stuff. <laughs> wow. No. Yeah. So, so, I mean, Perry Farrell's kind of a com- complete like control freak, like uh, steal everybody's money kind of guy. I think. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, his name is like Peretz Bernstein or some shit. Yeah. No, so he not to... he got along really well with like the record execs. You know, and that's gotcha. why he started. Lala, that's why he got Lollapalooza. You know, I mean, he's the guy that started. Oh, he started that. He huh. started it. That was his thing. Rather than really starting another band, even after Jane's Addiction, he just started that festival that made like plenty of monies. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, damn, everybody played in that festival. That True. was that was anybody. I gave gave Tool its start. Gave like so many bands like its first like international international like that second stage like started so many careers it was crazy yeah that's so true yeah so just Man. just for that like the influence that he had was amazing you know yeah. but it was a very lucrative influence you know i think mm-hmm and he wasn't afraid to just throw Dave Navarro under the bus you know <laughs> right and i think he did kind of screw everybody over on the money side of thing you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. And then they'd realize, like, wait, I just have to do, like, reality TV or no job. Those were the <laughs> other things. You know, or be a Red Hot Chili Pepper when things get really bad. He was a Red Hot Chili Pepper. But they didn't really go on to do, much, like, much musical genius stuff without him. I mean, he was kind of like the insane clown that they needed to, like, you know what I'm saying? That's the... Yeah, he, he was the intolerable juice that made it like doable on some level. The uh, the what? Like the, the intolerable the, the, juice. He was intolerable. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to drink mm. it because it was awful. But like that was the thing that made the van work. You know, or it was like he was the thing that held right. held all that energy oh, together see. in a way that worked. You know, and right. without without him, they were just like you know. It was just Dave Navarro with Carmen Electra making tattoos or whatever. Yeah, wasn't it? Car- was, was, wasn't he married to Carmen Electra? Or he, he was. He still, yeah. Or he still is? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. He could still. Yeah. He could still be. 
Also, st- also a performer at the Republican National Convention in 2012. Who? Dave Navarro? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, he described his views in a tweet as libertarian. Weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. Damn. Huh. huh. Yeah, okay. he's a Tulsi Gabbard fan. Who would have guessed? Yeah. But I guess it all looks like, they, they, yeah, maybe. Damn. Tulsi Gabbard. Whew. So but that's yeah. that's 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 some that's some fresh information on on Jane's addiction for me right there that he is that I didn't think that I thought he was just way underneath the temple of Satan somewhere out there in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Just like whatever. Yeah. Just to give his life over to whatever that was. But maybe not. Yeah, I mean, no, that's good. Yeah. Good. No, he's out. He's out there supporting the supporting the the elephant. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, good for him. Yeah, so are you ready to uh dive into uh this uh this next half? Second half, let's yeah. do it. All right, so Three this is songs, four songs. I think four songs. Yeah. Okay. Um and it is like a tribute to um his girlfriend that died of heroin overdose when she was 19 or something in 1987. So the story's about that. And it also brings up the death of his mother's, and I guess that Dave Navarro's mother also was murdered when he was a child. Damn. And and then Perry Farrell's mother died when he was like four or something like that. So it brings that up too. But this is just like, this bit of music is some of the best, like just group of, grouping of songs. There's like a period in like Fleetwood Mac song, um, Fleetwood Mac album, that it's just like on rumors that it just goes perfectly from song to song on that Willie mm-hmm. Nelson album. There's a section where it just goes perfectly from song to song. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple, quite a few other ones. Led Zeppelin has a couple stretches of just perfect songs after yeah. one after another that it just, I love a good song stretch that just, yeah. that just like you can get in the zone, put the headphones on and this is like what we did, like take a bunch of drugs, put the headphones on, turn yep. down the lights, Christmas lights, snowing outside or whatever's going on. Yeah. And listen to this at like four in the morning as we're like, you know, fucking coming out of whatever crazy yeah. place that we were at. And it was like a spiritual deal, this side of this album. So cool. let's, um, let's switch it all over and we will um, pause again and then we'll... Um, uh, Come on back and finish her down. Finish her up. Finish her down, Spenny. Finish her down. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to finish her down. All right. Sounds good. All right, brother man. Um, Let's do that.
Dude, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's kind of sitting with me different today. I don't know if it's all the steroids or what, but it's um, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, maybe I'm crabby, but I did enjoy the hell out of it. But um, at times it felt like, man, I'd, maybe it's the headphones or the the, the speaker system. Where I'm like, man, I don't remember it being like this um, reverby like the guitar and some of the stuff like it was just really mm. like wow you know i don't know yeah th- they're definitely going for the psychedelic thing uh on the second half yeah yeah for like, sure um yeah i mean i don't know uh that was kind of a slog for me personally really the whole second side was a slog well, that's sad <laughs> i mean i don't know it's not I don't I don't want to be yeah yeah I mean it was like I don't know that kind of stuff <laughs> is um, <laughs> that kind of stuff is just god it just makes me think of like a dude in a dress really know. I mean like what what I don't know I'm being what mean. of it um dude in a dress i'm i'm just i i just mean like a dude not like a tranny but like a dude who's like look at me i'm wearing a dress isn't that crazy (laughs) (laughs) well yeah that's but that's what everybody did dude i mean nirvana wore dresses that totally no you're right i mean they all this makes me think of it a little more (laughs) 
<laughs> I totally agree. I'm not. It was the thing to do back then because they were like everyone's parents were like, you know, the, the, they're still aiming after the fifties <laughs> lifestyle. I don't like, know. Ooh. I never really felt like the need to wear a dress. I mean, like there were girlfriends that I had. Like, why don't you wear a dress? It was right. like a thing. And like I'm not saying you wore no, a dress. No, but I mean like I don't understand it still. Like there were there yeah. were dudes that wore dresses. Even like Wyoming they would wear like the hippie the hippies would wear like the dresses, you know. And then like if the you know if right. like these critters lived in Wyoming they would have tried this tried it too, you know, they would have whatever it is. But like yeah. yeah, they definitely all wore dresses for sure. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't really know why. Yeah. But it is, I don't it is know. some kind of some dress wear and music, <laughs> I guess, because it is kind of coming out of that. Because he's definitely like, I mean, they opened for Bauhaus and Love and Rockets as their first tour. They were the opening band for those bands. You know, so that's pretty, that's cool. pretty gay, right? That's, yeah, really, that's pretty some gay. dress. That's, I'm not even saying no, it's, it's gay, it's, though. But it is, it is, though. I mean, like when it's Bauhaus, it is. That's pretty gay. You know what I'm saying? Like those right. dudes were like half of them, I think, are gay or whatever. And they wore oh, dresses, okay. you know, like they wore mini skirts because they're British. But like they took those Jane's Addiction under the ring and they're like, this is how you wear the dresses. You know, mm. this is how you do your hair. Gotcha. And then you can do some more like L.A. rock with this um, dress wear and magic that we got going. Gotcha. That's catching on okay. like wildflower. Wow, I was really onto something. Man. No, it is. And then it became yeah. like a thing that like, you know, everybody wore a dress at Lollapalooza when they were recording because it was the big like whatever, gender ex- inclusive, like weird. But gotcha. you didn't really have to do anything other than like dress like your grandma for one show. And then everyone's like, oh, look at how edge that is. Right, right. Yeah, totally. And it was more edge back then. Well, this was fucking crazy carnival shit. I mean, yeah. these, these guys brought on Jim Rose Circus to like perform on stage with them while the freaks from the circus to perform while they were doing their thing. They were, they were crazy like art rock sort of band. Yeah, you know, and the fact that they had number one songs still amazes me that some of this shit got through the cracks. Like it just doesn't seem like stuff that would do anything like that nowadays. No, that is very uh, impressive, you know, like that. Who knows how or why that <laughs> happened? <laughs> ass. Such an ass. <laughs> no, no, I just I'm kidding. But I mean, uh, the first half I was like, OK, like and and that's the thing is like the, the two singles, like when for me, it's like when you rein in Perry Farrell and you put a fucking leash on him. And you're like, all right, so just say the the words, uh-huh. and in a normal way, you know, and you, you make him, <laughs> and you make him do, you know, you make him do, and you contain him to like a three minute thing. Then I'm like, all right, this is like maybe you need to be on acid. Maybe that's it. I that's what I was thinking maybe halfway through. It. I was like, man, if I was on acid and like 17, then this probably would be my favorite thing. Yeah, maybe that's what was going on. Damn. And I'm not, I mean, no, I'm, there's I nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. No. Like that's what no. that's when it happened and maybe that's why. But it doesn't yeah, it doesn't, and it was, it doesn't it was change relevant. the synapses that were formed during, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. No, and and that's the thing is it's not I mean, I was shocked like when I looked at I looked at um Spotify and I saw that 3 days has like hardly any listens. 
I'm like, yeah. that's like one of the best songs ever. And then I'm like, oh, maybe not. You know, like, <laughs> well, shit. no, I mean, it th- still can be. No, I mean, but it, it doesn't really have like, you know, the best songs ever kind of get all of the, you know, they get the musical, they get the accolades, they get the number of listens. It should it should be up there with yeah. Ben Cot stealing at least. But I guess Ben Cot keep Ben Cot stealing gets thrown on every '90s playlist that ever existed. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's a mixed bag of tricks. Um, but I, you know, I feel I think a little less of you that you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just okay. as long as I don't know. As long, really as, we're, you were as, long as we're shooting, expecting. as long as we're shooting straight, you know, I'm shooting that's straight right. with you. You know, no, I don't know I what know. I expected, but I don't know. Um, yeah, damn, I just thought at least you thought the second side was better than the first side. I didn't no. know that. I didn't think that you were going to be wild about Jake's addiction after this, but at least you thought you'd agree with me there. No, no, the second side they need to go. Okay, <laughs> they need to go back to art school or whatever. <laughs> they need to I don't know. No, it's not bad, but it's just like the like Bill Burr like was wrong, you know. I think. I don't know. I'm being and I'm being crass for the sake of entertainment, but uh I don't think that this could hold a candle in any universe to never mind. <laughs> you know. Damn, see, I don't know. I I, I don't know. know. No, I'm I I'm hurt. I, I okay, but and, and I guess I'm just uh because this is more, it's this is more maybe like uh, unfiltered and like unadulterated, like druggy self-expression kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and 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 more pure in that way, and and never mind is more like commercial, you know, yeah, and like and but don't and, you and, hear all of the sounds that came in this whole album? Like it has, it has yeah. everything that came after it like in it i mean there's radio there's a part that i could play you 30 seconds of this album and i say this is radiohead you'd be like oh that's radiohead yeah no i i do you know, hear that, there are especially several the... other bands that i could pull a little bit out of it in the music and i'd be like this is that band and you'd be like oh yeah that's that band yeah yeah i i do i do hear that for sure um it's like this weird like yeah but I'm like, it did, did uh, is this the thing that made the other, like, or do the, is it just the combination I don't know. Of it? I don't know. But it is, yeah. it does hit at a time that gives it a possibility to be the argument that if it, it maybe is a little bit of both. Do you know what I'm saying? It's early enough. Yeah. It's early enough that it's a little bit of both, maybe, in the sense that there was a bunch of new sounds in there, but it was also incorporating some of some other people's new sounds as well, <laughs> right. you know, but like they did yeah. it kind of first, you know what I'm saying? And um, that influenced that first generation of like, like the Smashing Pumpkins. No, maybe not Smashing Pumpkins. They were around already, but like that next, like that next Modest one. Modest Mouse? maybe that i hear like a lot of modest right right in there like the bands that kind of like the bands that were still in formation enough that when nirvana came out they could adjust pretty freely and then become successful Mm -hmm. that group is very influenced by the jane's addiction so the bands Mm -hmm. that came out like stone temple pilots and like Uh, that that generation 
Yeah. I mean, Allison Chains is already out, so you don't hear it in them. But like that next right. level of Seattle shit definitely has a bunch of Jane's addiction um, influence yeah. going on. And, and in yeah. that sense, I think they did kind of spread it because they were fucking huge and they ran Lollapalooza. Yeah, I'm not saying that they weren't influential. That's not my thing. Like, I, I can hear absolutely, like, this is less to do with, like, grunge and more with, like, even bigger than grunge, like, alternative music as a, as whole, a whole for the next yeah. Yeah, for the next years to come. Yeah, I absolutely agree with yeah. that. Like, it's I, not I a better. I'm not that. saying it's a better grunge album than Nevermind. I'm Nevermind is like the quintessential, really, album of that genre. This is not that. This is like alternative rocks, big like stake forward yeah. for the next 15 years. Yeah, and it is cool how there's fast songs and slow songs and you know psychedelic jams mm -hmm. and like. You no know, more tight, concise, kind of more pop type. But shit. I think that you're right. He is kind of a crazy cocaine heroin clown, and like they do, just really get into like this. Um, you can see the conflict in the band, kind of in the sense that both of them just keep trying to like everybody's trying to like you know over. Yeah, it's just something. like it gets just a little self indulgent. More than a little. Yeah, it gets very self-indulgent to the point where, but like not in the way where it's like overproduced, where I'm like, oh, wow, they really took their time. It's more like they didn't, they just like th thought that they could just like do drugs and make something good kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, and, and I think that that's. And they did for the, uh, like, a, you know, remarkably well. So. Yeah, and but. I think that that's, and that's kind of the thing is, it, and, and, and even with the lyrics and stuff, like, there's no interest in really making anyone understand what any of it's all about. Right. You know. Which is cool. It is kind of cool, but it also has yeah. that sort of, like, man, I'm high and I'm writing some shit down now. You yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? And it's just for me. And, like, when I look at it, I can go back to that moment and kind of get it. But no one else yeah. can. And if they did, right. they wouldn't understand it anyway because it's so navel-gazing that it doesn't, you know. But it sounds okay. You know, it sounds pretty good. There were some good – there's, like, pockets of, like, very brilliant lyrics with the – brother slapping you in I, the face I, I would the I hand. would argue with that I've thought about that song a long and hard and I don't I don't know how that I yeah. don't know what kind of sense it makes in any sort of any sort of sense well, it's, it's like you trying to eat the guy in front of you is it, like slapping yourself in the face well envisioning the beauty envisioning the beauty thing. of the process is like slapping yourself in the face oh so I would think that envisioning the beauty of the process would be not slapping yourself in the face and just being like, oh, I'm eating him, they're eating me, it's all one fucking deal. But it's not that. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've had long, long conversations about that song, and it's inconclusive. It's just a, it's huh. some peripheral pipe dream stuff going on there, I think, a little bit. Or it's a mantra. I mean, it is kind of like one of those, like, Sufi riddles or whatever that, like, you know, it really makes you think, but it can't, you can't really, I can't really, I can't at least really get it, what he's saying. Yeah. If you, if you take it all together. Yeah, I, I, I don't really, don't really know, but that's, <laughs> um, <laughs> I 
<laughs> I'm so sorry, Smitty. I thought this was. I, I'm sorry. This is a. This is a. No, don't be sorry. I, I needed this. I needed. Um, I really did. Like, I needed a. Um, to be had to be sit down and like listen to music because I'm like, I yeah, like I said, I'm going through like I just I I'm searching. I'm still trying to find some some more stuff. And this did have like new things that I was, you know. What are you What are you talking about? You're like you're acting like Gollum. What What, what new st- <laughs> What What new stuff are you looking for? Well, I'm just <laughs> searching for that my precious. You know, <laughs> no, I'm searching for uh, just inspiration. I guess you know. Oh, I just wanna gotcha. Feel like inspired uh, by music again, and I want to like li- I want to enjoy listening to music again. And this, um, I enjoyed. Oh, um, nice. Okay, very cool. I enjoyed this. Like I enjoyed sitting down and doing this so yeah and it's something where i have intentional uh, listen intentional listening is a good is a good thing for sure even if you yeah even if you don't especially if it's not all 100 percent just great stuff you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. you can still figure out what you like and don't like and what and this does have some very interesting soundscapes going on in it for sure yeah Yeah. so and i can tell it's very influential and obviously just like respect the hell out of these dudes for you know, doing what they did at the time. It just seems like such a crazy time to try to throw shit together. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, it's crazy. I don't mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how you would go about. Yeah. Yeah. You just would have to not be thinking about it too hard. Yeah. Obviously, because I mean, you just got to be like kind of hot, kind of on drugs and just going through like, bleh, like, pretending you're steven tyler yeah but i mean you watch old interviews with these guys and they're like they're not on drugs dude i mean they're 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 not i mean they are a little bit but like they are fucking like focused as shit you know what i'm saying you watch perry farrell in the background while the other ones are being interviewed and it's like fucking you know i mean it's like high pressure it's a weird thing you know what i'm saying like they were super Mm. I think you had to be, you know what I'm saying, to some degree. And then, I mean, I don't know about Guns N' Roses, though. What were they like? They were they were not good. They were they were not drugs. they were on drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were on a lot. Yeah, of, like. But I think I, I think Harry Farrell was like on drugs, but at the same time, like kind of like a master manager kind of personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And could just wheel and deal and um charm people like crazy no i believe that because he does dress like now like super like i don't know i don't know but yeah he i could see how like in la people would fucking love him yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no they're they all came they all came to our hometown one time yeah i saw him at the boot store at the mall yeah, they didn't. They didn't get to play. They didn't sell enough tickets in Casper to actually put the show on, but but Damn. they did. Like they wanted to tour every state, and they came. And we went out to the mall because we heard that they had come and like were there at the hotel or whatever because it's part of the stop. And um, we met him, and then I, ca- I had a couple other friends meet, um, like the bass player and a couple other other people. We all invited them to a party at our house, but they they didn't they didn't show up. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, Perry uh-huh. Farrell was buying like five hundred dollars worth of boots or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Why not? 
Casper, they loved Casper. No, they did not. And Casper <laughs> didn't love them. He's like, I think, I think security's watching me, and I thought, and like, I think security was watching him too. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm saying for, yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. I'd watch him. Yeah. Fast oh, absolutely. What's your big song? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's stealing. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks anyway for listening. You know, it was um, it was a fun, um, it was a fun exercise. Yeah. Even, even, even. No, let's keep doing this. Oh yeah, absolutely. We need to keep doing some more music. Let's keep doing the music, the albums. I like this. I like the verses too. I think there's something to that. I'm gonna try to think of some more, like the verses. Like oh maybe yeah. We, uh-huh. we do an album versus album series kind of. Yeah, a thing, I think and maybe from like some specific eras. You yeah, know? I think that's pretty fun. I think that's pretty fun. Like the Chronic versus Thirty Six Chamber. Damn, yeah. that's a tough one, dude. Yeah. The Chronic is so good. The Chronic it's, it's is just so really good. you forget like that. There's so much. It's one that you're halfway through. You're like, there is so much more of this album, and it is all so good. You know. Yeah. But I guess that like Doggy Style is a little bit like that too. You know. Um, but it's not as right. good. It's it's a Doggy Style is just a little like like something about it is just like. Drake cared like one click less on that one with the production for something or I don't know what it is but like I don't know yeah and then 30 s- on on doggy style yeah it's just not quite to the level of chronic I don't think um yeah chronic uh, just had chronic right. just had so many guest stars and perfect like you know it was just that and it went together in like this story that was I don't know it worked it's one yeah. of the best, I don't know, the best five rap albums of all time would be an interesting conversation as far as my old ass is concerned. Mm, yeah. But it would. Um, yeah, no, we need to do some more. Come up with some good ones, Benny. I think that that's important because I'll just come up with like Beck versus the police or something that'll bore your fucking brain out, you know. But um, Beck versus the police, <laughs> that's like so different. Two different things. No, I know that's like, like no, I don't know what it would be. Like um, Prince versus Michael Jackson's big albums. And uh, I don't yeah, there we there go. go. That's like, you know, I don't know. Which, what U2 album do you hate the most? We could do that. Ooh, <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> or we could do Is There a Worst Album Than the Red Hot Minute? By the, I I can't do that. No, I can't listen to that much. No, I can, let's not. I can't do listen that. that much Chili Peppers. I just can't do it. Let's not do like the intentionally bad albums. Uh, we already tried that. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's fun. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it. I feel like we start regretting it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's moments of deep regret where it just stops. It just stops being funny to listen to it anymore, and it just stops being good yeah 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 totally and the sad thing is it's like sometimes when you're doing the old goals and it does kind of become that after um not that that happened this time but it has happened sometimes that it's just like you listen get a little deeper into those albums that you used to listen to because you bought it you know and yeah. you're like man i don't have to listen to this because i bought it anymore you know and that changes some fucking shade for sure you know what i'm saying yeah yeah totally and you just don't have to get up and change it. You know? Yeah. That was always a thing. Like, if you didn't like the song, you had to get up and go to the thing and push the button and fast forward it. Even, like, especially with cassettes and fucking record players, you had to go fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? So it was easier just to kind of sit there and let it play. And that's yeah. how they get you. That's how the man gets you, Spenny. 
That's right. how Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young became a thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's like supermarkets and shit, where and you can't leave. You can, yeah, you got to do something. Yeah, you just gotta. You just You're like, God damn, gotta it, do man. it. You can't. You can't fuck with it. Yeah, but now everybody's yeah. tuned into their own thing, and it's changing the world. It is. Yeah, we don't have hits like we used to because people aren't brainwashed into liking them to the level that they used that they are. You know? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Because I'm trying to make like a summer playlist right now on my Spotify and just kind of like cruising around town. And like when I hear a new song that I haven't heard that I don't absolutely despise, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like throw it on the new playlist, you know what I'm saying? And then we'll, yeah. and then we'll check it out later, you know, and see if it is something good or not. And you just totally and I seriously in my lifestyle, you hear nothing. I hear like Doobie Brothers at the fucking grocery store and fucking whatever belinda carlisle but like i don't like there's no you know there's nothing new coming out and i have to like i don't know i guess i heard one song today um, that one of the bud tenders was playing it okay. wasn't horrible by yeah. like hot new york or something i don't know what their name is i can't remember it hot new i'm york. sure that's not it but it was like a sexy black lady that was singing so i was like hmm. oh that's fine yeah we'll okay. put it on we'll put yeah. it on there you know I, wa- I don't want to yeah. be old yet. I'm going to put some new music on there, you know? Right. Plan for the future. Get 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 Absolutely. get to that new Post Malone album. You never know what can happen. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never know. He might still be good. I haven't listened to the last two, but probably good. No, he's probably good still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's say goodbye to everybody. Do you think about that? Okay. Yeah? Are you yeah. all right with that? Yeah, okay. I think I think it probably should. You I should. Be, I, think, I think my girlfriend's coming over, and I gotta clean clean yourself. Myself, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the place is looking actually pretty presentable. You know, yeah, we don't have we, we don't bad, have the right? guy taking pictures through the window like we did last time. And um, yeah, yeah no, it's I mean, I've good. shoved everything like this way, so you can't uh-huh, see. Okay, it. well that's that's all that's here. very professional of you, Sunny. I appreciate it. I know I really, I really yeah. do appreciate it because it would, it, it, yeah. it would trouble me if that. And and, and, and the plants kind of growing. Did you? The plants growing. Did you replace it with a plastic plant? No, 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 no. That's a real plant. All look, right, look, bye look, everybody. <laughs> Looking like a different plant to me. All right then. All right, well, it's been nice to nice to um, yeah. see y'all. Me and Lion Spenny will be back. Hey, and, it's real. Back pretty soon. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, we'll you're be back fr- soon. You're I'm a free around. bird. You're around. I'm a free yeah. bird. I'm around for a while. Right. Let's do one of these again yeah. soon. I'm gonna think of another, uh, another ad. Yeah, that sounds. And uh, yeah, everyone should uh, spam Craig on the Instagram with suggestions. Yeah, there you go. So, album, album yeah. comparisons. Yeah, yeah. versus. Yeah, that. You know, versus. Series. Yeah, that'd be super fun. Yeah. All right. Well, God bless and keep you all. We'll see y'all on the um, on the other side of it. All right. Uh, Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody.
Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in the IDTU studios located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.